The Big Small Business Show, proudly sponsored by MTN Business. The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. Welcome to the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our entrepreneurs out there who are weaving an incredible entrepreneurial life. And one of those entrepreneurs who's doing a lot of weaving is our guest in studio today. Her name is Trudy Mkansi. She's uh, the founder of Ambesha Africa. This store was inspired by the love for the African approach to design patio furniture. And my producer's personal favorite is the floating basket for the swimming pool. Let's have a look. Ambisha Africa is a registered furniture manufacturing company offering various designs from floating baskets, cushions to patio furniture in a wide range of colors by using synthetic cane. Other services include upholstery, repairs and custom patio covers. The founder of the business, Trudim Kanti, was exposed to entrepreneurship and artistry from a young age, turning her love for authentic and handmade furniture into an enterprise. I saw a guy doing baskets with uh, seagrass and I, it just reminded me of my grandmother and of my roots. I got so excited because I always thought you could only do the mat and when I saw him doing the baskets, I asked him to teach me the skill and he taught me the skill. I started doing headboards, pedestals. In 2016, I was already getting clients. I was still working at a corporate company. That we, I was doing a pedestals and headboard for our colleagues and I was getting clients. And yeah, in 2016, I actually saw that actually you can even make a furniture with this grass. The business has been operating for six years with a staff of 14 employees a warehouse in Gauteng and making a seven-figure turnover in the last financial year. Trudy seeks advice on how to scale up the business to becoming the go-to retailer for African-inspired furniture. Our one-year short-term goal that we need assistance with is we getting um, you, you know, we we getting we are sitting in talks and getting we're being approached by retailers, and we also want to grow. So I think we need uh, we need help in balancing the two, because our our future ten year vision and all that is to be our own retailer, and now when we are approached by the retailer what should happen there, the focus and considering the capacity, how do we go about because we need to now accommodate um, if we're going to take in retailing retailers, we need to accommodate uh, them and we, we still need to grow the business as you know as our own competing with the retailers out there. Welcome Trudy. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, so let's talk about amb ambisha. What does that mean? Ambisha means to dress or yeah. to decorate. Okay. It's a Tsonga name, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, is and you spoke about um, your your love for for weaving. Mm -hmm. 
Are you part of the design team as well? Are you designing the furniture? Yes, I'm also part of the design team. So I'm, I'm very much involved in the designing and uh, just the general overseeing of the business as well. So, so let's come back to the business. If you look at the percentage of um, business that is bespoke, where you're building bespoke furniture mm -hmm. for a client and standard product, mm -hmm. what is the percentage um, mix? So I think <laughs> because when we started our business, how we position ourselves was that we custom make, you know. Yeah. So I think a lot of clients, even though they will come for a standard set, it, but then they wanted it to be as if it's custom made for them. So I, I, I will say we are getting, we're now starting to get more of the standard as compared to uh, the, the customized orders, yeah. And then you mentioned in the insert that you've got um, some of the retailers coming to you mm. to, to purchase. Mm. Why are they purchasing from you? Is it a better product? Is it better pricing? Is it, is it why do they come to you and not import that furniture mm. from the east where most of um, most of that furniture is coming from i think uh, previously um maybe we were overlooked from them and then they, they you know like you know uh, COVID actually uh, showed them that you know because uh, they, they were importing a lot so now with COVID, they couldn't uh, you know the restriction that was put on place they didn't have access to those furniture as like as soon like as compared to uh, pre-covid so um, then they now started looking around and I think for, I would say it's the quality because there are other businesses for the fact that they called us because we used to approach them before and you know, yeah, it was the issue of, no, we have our own suppliers. Yeah. But then they came back and say, you see you're doing beautiful things. Uh, can we talk now, you know? Yeah, are you doing the cushion uh, cushion work as well? Yes. You do that as well. So yes. you build the cushions yeah. as well mm. and the fabrics for for that. Yes. And and if you look at your restrictions to to scale, what do you think? What do you think is stopping you scaling? What was preventing you from scaling? I think um, you know as because um, mostly our clients were you know our end users, so just individual client as compared to having a contract with a retailer. So. It, uh, it meant we had to finance the most of it because, you know, most of uh, financi financial institution will ask you to have like a contract in place yeah. from the retailers. So they, they're scaling up. We, we are scaling at like, you know, uh, but then at a, a self-funding rate. Yeah. Yes. So from where we were two years ago, we, we have improved. So I think the restriction was because it has to be self-funding all the time. Yeah. Just let's come back to the management team. Mm -hmm. uh, are your, your staff, I think, with 15, is that right? Yeah, 14. 14 yeah, is the yeah, staff. Yeah. Um, just tell me the, the structure of the, the, the management. Okay. There's you are the MD CEO, mm -hmm. is that right? Yeah. yeah and Okay, so, so it's me who's the like, you know, the MD and then we have an operational manager. Yes. And then we, we, res we were recently joined by the production uh, uh, manager now. And then we have the receptionist, we have the carpenter, we have the tailor, and then the rest of the team are weavers. Okay. Mm. And so in, in the operational team, you've got the operations and you've got the 
production. Production. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between the two? Okay, so with the production, we wanted him to focus solely on the production just to make sure the safety, the quality, and then the operation is the overall operation. Yes. And do the three of you meet? Yes. Uh, on a regular basis? Yes. So it used to be the two of us because yes. <laughs> this one just recently, recently joined us. But we meet, like for now, we're meeting every Mondays. We, we, we meet just to discuss what happened the previous week, what is the plan for the next week. Yeah. And do you follow an agenda or do you just like you know what you're going to talk about? We follow, we follow. So <laughs> I think for, 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 for me, I believe if, even if you know what you, what you want, but if you put it down, you, it gives you uh, something to follow and, and you know, you track back to see, have you done it? Have you not done it? So we do follow an agenda. We don't just go to the meeting <laughs> without. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now coming back to um, your financials, mm -hmm. your financials are in order. You've got a bookkeeper yes. and uh, external yes, bookkeeper. external. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and are you do you produce annual financial statements yes okay yeah. and are they in good order yes so so the question now you've got yeah. good financial mm -hmm. uh, you've got good financials mm -hmm. they're in order from looking at that insert it looks like you're incredibly organized mm -hmm. you, it mm -hmm. feels very organized mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. so are you getting any overdraft facility from from the banks uh, right now yeah, yeah, we d yeah, we do have an overdraft. <laughs> Currently, we do have an overdraft. So I think because this um, this new um, the goal that we want the increasing of capacity is something that we're working on. So we're still going to look at maybe approaching the bank either for the increase or b but before that, I think the reason why we're here is because so that we get more advice. Which one? like you know it's more viable and and all that we do have everything in place and we are fundable mm -hmm. yes yeah okay um last question for me is you made the statement around wanting to the the long-term vision is to become a retailer okay mm. is it w why 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 do you want to do that okay i think my previous experience <laughs> when when it comes to having um, retailers as clients, I, I think maybe it was, I don't know, like the experience that I had is they were happy with the quality, happy with everything, but then the price, it, it was as if they want to take it at as almost, yes. As, as it, cheap it, as possible. As cheap as possible. So yeah. it, it, it like it made me question because when I started, it, it used to be something that I want. I want to supply this store. When, but then when I started engaging with them and then I, I actually went back and say, is it really something that we should be looking at or should we also compete? Because we are selling to, to the direct client as well, whether we, we are a, a shop or not yet a shop, but we are like our clients are, 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 are like individuals and they've been very consistent. So I think it's because of the experience, but then, but now that they're coming back, now you know, dilemma. exactly. And yeah. now we, we can negotiate because <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We're going to have to take a break now. And uh, when we get back, I'll give Trudy some of my thoughts on how to scale her business.